Mobgowski Radio is presented by America's Cash, because who doesn't want to look at their favorite 18th century slave owners right now? Hashtag founding fathers. Well, right. I think that's all I have to say about LCD sound system. All right. Let's move on to the 2010s then. All righty. Last segment. We are moving into some Sandy Alex G, another one of my most appreciated artists in my life. Uh, That sounds shitty. We're now, we're going to move, uh, <laughs> we're going to finish off uh, our show with our 2010s block, and we're going to start off with some Sandy Alex G, the G-Man himself. Uh, I'm a big fan of his, and it was difficult to just pick two songs, so I didn't. I picked three, but I found that <laughs> difficult, too. And really, if I wanted to play some, like, less-known stuff, I would play something off of the stuff that isn't on Spotify, but that also is a lot of work. So I won't be doing that. So today you'll get the deep cuts from Spotify. But we'll start off with something that everybody knows. uh, Sarah by Sandy Alex G off of Trick.
Suzanne and I love you. Where is she now? Go and get her. She don't want you, but I do. She makes us lonely together. She still makes you cry. She still makes you wanna die. Well, we just heard uh, two songs from singer-songwriter Brittany Howard, one with the Alabama Shakes, uh, Future People, off 2015 Sound and Color. Um, Suzanne, single from Bermuda Triangle, a trio she performed with 2017-2018. We started off the the set with some Alex G, uh, Sarah, a bonus track off of Trick, which is probably released sometime like 2013, even though on Spotify. It was re-released later. I don't know. It's very confusing. His early discography is is a mess. Um, and then followed up with Sandy, which is a bonus track off of Rules. Although it was probably written as early as like 2013 or 2014 because he plays it a lot at live shows. And then 16 Mirrors, which is a bonus track off of Trick as well. I, I don't know. I like Alex G. Uh, his latest album was super good, but I'm and I kind of like everything in his discography, but I have a really real soft spot for his early stuff. And some of the like the lower lower fi stuff. San, uh, Sarah, while it's like 
super fun and like has some really cool kind of like fluty sounds in the background and uh it's really well known i'm gonna have to actually rethink what i was gonna say i'm gonna have to <laughs> that part out um yeah so uh, sarah is probably one of the more well that's how you know i'm gonna leave friend. it in when you say that <laughs> cut that part out yep i heard you leave it in yeah leave it in <laughs> got you got you uh yeah, Sarah is probably one of his more well-known songs. Um, it's a bonus track off of Trick, and uh, it talks about the the singer is talking about some girl Sarah that he meets, who you know he wants to get with or something like that, and she's like skeptical of like, are you really ready for like to get involved with me? And, like, what's 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 are you really into this or something like that? And he's and the singer's kind of like, yeah, sure. And then at the end, he's like, did I make a mistake? Uh, that kind of like background kind of fluty piano noise is like some apparently a default setting on like a really cheap like electronic keyboard (laughs) but it's definitely one of the more distinctive like kind of tones that he uses in his music live he'll usually play it like just acoustic just like by himself on guitar none of the extra stuff Um, and because that it's like really easy to find out how to play it you just have to you know watch one show and it's super easy so it's a fun song to play, but he doesn't really like to play it because he thinks it's overplayed and he think, finds it boring to play. But everybody always asks for it. And then I followed it up it with says, Sandy. It uh, says Mr. Jones, is, if you will. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's Alex G's Mr. Jones. He doesn't uh-huh. really like playing it and he doesn't think it's very interesting, but everybody wants it. Sandy's a bonus track off of Rules, but was written earlier. And uh, it's got a really kind of cool, um, like, arpeggiating guitar part. Um, uh, and... That's, I guess that's really all I have to say about it. It's definitely one of those more lo-fi things. It's also really fun to play on guitar. Uh, Alex G is actually in this kind of in the same boat. A lot of his <clears throat> songs are clearly composed on like on a guitar by himself in his room. And you can, a lot of his shows where he'll just do acoustic sets, you can really see like the bare bones of it. So I know a lot of his songs through that too. And he has a really dedicated fan base who makes a lot of uh, tabs for it. And then um, I finished it off with 16 Mirrors, which is, just kind of one of his more experimental songs, um, which is another bonus track off of Trick. But he has some cool like bonus tracks on like DSU, the Ender Finishers, that are like kind of jazzy and like things like that. But they were too long for me to put in. So where does the Sandy part come from? Um, the the Sandy and his he used to be just Alex G, but there is another artist called just Alex G. She's kind of like she does like kind of pop music. And she was around before him. So he changed his name to, to Sandy. Sandy. Yeah. Which is a reference to this song apparently, but uh, the lyrics and the content of Sandy is kind of obscure. Like a lot of his songs, it's kind of, you can kind of see a narrative in it, but it's kind of like confusing. He kind of writes for, in a, like an odd way, but I think that's part of the appeal. Um, he has really strong lyric, lyric writing abilities. They're kind of like, um, confusing and strange and very specific, but they seem to really work really well with his music. Um, but let's let's talk about the Alabama Shakes here. Yeah, Brittany Howard, someone I really really enjoy listening to. Um, you know, she started with the Alabama Shakes when they were pretty young. They released an album in 2012 called Boys and Girls, which hold on the like the big hit off of that kind of mm-hmm. propelled them into some level of fame. You know, it was kind of like grungy Southern rock, sort of looser arrangements. Um, a little more straightforward. It was good, but I think Sound and Color, their 2015 release, really uh, sort of uh, started the process of you know, typifying Brittany Howard's sort of interest in evol- evolving her her style and and voice. And the instrumentation is a little is a little funkier. You know, there's like 
there's like bell instruments um but they also just like jam super hard as we saw on uh on future people they know their she knows her way around at a guitar and they know her, their way around like a like a catchy ass rock song and then she just like got tired of working with the shakes even at the height of their popularity at the time just two albums in she decided she wanted to go in a different direction she hung out with these um two women becca mankari and jesse lapser for a little while um they had the tortoise little threesome called bermuda triangle but they only released like three singles never put out an album she did a project i think in 2015 too called thunder bitch with somebody else that's just sort of like heavier she's just like she's someone who doesn't really like to be in the same thing for very long yeah i feel like so many artists like they definitely get into that thing where they're like they're with the band and they have to keep going and play playing their concerts and playing the same songs. And you can tell that like if you go see them or something like that, they're not into it. I saw Roger Waters play a few years ago and every time he played like a Pink Floyd song, he was like bored. Like you could tell. He was like he, he wanted that variety. It's nice to see artists really be able to like take charge of that and not be afraid of the fact that they're like missing out on like the big project they're working on but right. following their and as a fan of hers like of course i wanted to hear another alabama shakes record because i love sound and color but you know i'm if it's gonna it's gonna be an it's gonna be arduous and it's not gonna sound that good mm-hmm. like so she's gotta exactly. do she's gotta do and uh the reward was her 2019 fall release jamie her first solo album named after her uh older sister who died when she was a kid which isn't a fun fact it's a very sad fact yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's it's got sort of it's more gospely, it's more soul, and it's it's also just a little bit weirder instrumentation wise. There's some weird electric electronic stuff in it, but mm-hmm. it all works really well. Um, she has a very clear voice, and it's really good. And I had a hard time not choosing one of those songs for this, but I thought uh, Suzanne felt like the right tonally, um, something a little smoother, something a little I don't know what's the word. I don't know. I got nothing. Something that's like less heavy, I guess, to end, even yeah. though it's about heartbreaking. She just like, she kicks ass live. I saw her at the Palace the night that Jamie came out, um, Palace Theater in St. Paul. Uh, it was an awesome, awesome show. It was like mm. a huge, like 10 piece, 12 piece band. And they just like, it was great. It was good stuff. One of the best shows I've ever seen. And now, a live looking into Baby Carrots versus Tortilla Chips. Baby Carrots with a fast start. That'll be a tough to match, but oh, Tortilla Chips answers with a ferocious crunch. Baby Carrots responds firmly, but Tortilla Chips will not be deterred. This could be one for the ages. Oh, a stunning combination from Barry Carrots, but oh, matched immediately by Tortilla Chips. Ladies and gentlemen, the room is shaking. It's deafening. A cacophony with no end in sight. Who will come out on top? Do not go anywhere, people. This is just the beginning. I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we're done. Bye. We're done. No. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Do we have, are we playing out with something? What are we doing here? What about that song, I Love You by Yellow? That I, <laughs> I love you. I know. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. I don't, know, I, I don't know how to tie that in. There's got to be something I can say about that. That's we'll save it in post. <laughs> we'll save it in post. Yeah. Um, Star Wars is saved in post. We can save this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's fucking do, let's fucking do it. I think it's a fun song to listen to, and doesn't even if it doesn't make any sense. All right. Um. So we didn't really plan ahead here as usual. Seems wrong to just end with our voices cutting out. So we're gonna play a song by Yellow, No W, f- famous for the song Oh Yeah, made uh, popular. Oh, yeah. 
by Ferris Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, this is a different song called "I Love You" from what the fuck? I don't know when the from eighty three. <laughs> you you gotta say yes to another excess, yeah. <laughs> which which sounds about right. Yellow is a band from Switzerland. One guy who's a millionaire industrialist and a professional gambler, as well as a former member of Switzerland's national golf team and a composer and arranger. The hell? Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> that's a, so. I was not aware of this. Yeah, so there is there is absolutely no connection thematically to what we're doing today, but this is uh, one of the most amusing songs I've ever heard in my life, especially the corresponding music video. So I think uh, it's important to remember in these times of strife that we all love you too, Yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Bye, Yellow. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Out. Over. <laughs> so, bro. I love you.
driving synth driving synth driving 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 synth driving synth and driving synth driving synth and driving synth line at the bottom that really keeps the keeps propelling it forwards um 